have a question for you. Can you guess what the most common communication-related topic is that I get questions about from Talk About Talk listeners? Can you guess? This is kind of a trick question, since this is the talking taboo episode. But no, the answer is not taboo topics. It's confidence. I guess that's not surprising, right? People are keen to learn tips about how to elevate their confidence. They want to learn how to get rid of those jitters and to appear more confident and more credible. But here's the really interesting thing. When I check traffic on the talkabouttalk.com website, there's a different story. According to Google Analytics, the number one page on the talkabouttalk.com website for organic hits, that's where people are most likely to land when they come to the Talk About Talk website, it's a page called Talking Taboos. It's a link to an old newsletter that I wrote over two years ago, focusing on taboo topics. Obviously, taboo topics are something that people want to read about. They want to learn about taboo topics. So sure, they want to read about it and they want to learn about it, but they don't seem to want to talk about taboo topics. Well, that's exactly what we're going to do today. We are going to talk about taboo topics. Let's do this. Let's talk about talk. Greetings and welcome to Talk About Talk. I'm your communication coach, Dr. Andrea Wojnicki. Please, call me Andrea. Whether you're an ambitious executive looking to catapult your career by improving your communication skills, or maybe you have a growth mindset, or perhaps both, well, you're in the right place. At Talk About Talk, we focus on communication skills topics like personal branding, listening, confidence, and storytelling. This is all the critically important stuff that they don't teach you in school. This is what takes you from a B plus to an A plus in whatever it is that you do. And if you check on the talkabouttalk.com website, you'll find online corporate training, one-on-one coaching with me, online courses, the free weekly communication skills newsletter, and of course, the archive of this bi-weekly podcast. I really hope you'll go to the website and sign up for the free weekly communication skills training newsletter but you can choose whatever works for you. Welcome to Talk About Talk, episode number 81. In this episode, we talk about taboo topics, as in what is taboo, how taboo topics change over time and across contexts, what topics are considered taboo and why, and perhaps most importantly for our context of thinking about communication skills and communicating effectively, We're going to talk about what you can do when people start talking taboo. Yes, it happens. Oh my God. You know when you're seated around the boardroom table or maybe you're staring into your computer screen waiting for that Zoom meeting to start and some Yahoo starts talking about a taboo topic? What do you do? Well, we're going to go over that too. Shh, what? Okay, let's get into this. As always, you don't need to take notes because I do that for you. I'm going to simplify and summarize everything for you at the end of this episode, and you can always access the episode show notes on the talkabouttalk.com website. So just keep doing whatever you're doing, driving, walking, housework, whatever. Okay, here we go. Let's start with the basics. What is taboo? And what is it about taboo topics that makes them so alluring, so enticing, And why is it that the Talking Taboos page on the TalkAboutTalk.com website is the number one hit for website traffic? Well, the word taboo comes from the Tongan word tapu, 
or the Fijian or Polynesian word taboo, like T-A-B-U, and it translates to unacceptable, prohibited, disallowed, and or forbidden. Hmm. So taboos are words or behaviors that are sacred or prohibited based on morals, religion, or norms. So you got that? It's words or behaviors that are sacred or prohibited, and it's based on morals, religion, or norms. Of course, we have morals. Morals that guide our words and morals that guide our behaviors. And certainly there are religious principles that guide different groups of people in terms of what is acceptable to do and to say and what is not. And then there's norms. Norms and mores that vary by group, by person, by context. Perhaps that's in part why taboo topics are so provocative. Ooh la la. They reveal differences between groups and between individuals, sometimes critically important differences. This definition of taboo means that what we consider to be a taboo topic varies across country, across religion, across cultures, and over time. So what is completely taboo in one context may be absolutely acceptable in another. Context is huge when it comes to taboo topics. It really can't be overemphasized here. Consider, for example, how different generational cohorts talk about and don't talk about certain taboo topics. As my friend Tom Meganson so eloquently stated in episode number 71, focused on personal branding, authenticity, and TMI, or too much information, he said, we code switch across generations. We talk differently to our grandparents than we do to our kids. It's not just because of our age, but also because of their generational cohort, the norms that are established for that generation. And of course, those norms include what qualifies as being taboo. If there's any question about this, consider this list of nine socially acceptable things that used to be taboo. Are you ready? There's visible bra straps, girls making the first move, Hi. living together or having a child outside of marriage, keeping your maiden name, what? asking a lady's age, phone calls after 9 p.m. Yes, that used to be taboo. Girls wearing pants, can you imagine? <laughs> Tattoos, tattoos were taboo. Ha! And of course, there's referencing, never mind being anything other than straight, heterosexual. Whatever. Now it's LGBTQ+, and the term is referenced all the time. So those are just some examples of how what qualifies as taboo has changed over time. Consider also the silent generation. Interesting label, right? There are grandparents, the ones born in about 1925 to 1945, and they're called the silent generation, in part because they were born during the Depression or wartime. But that generation can also be defined in terms of resistance to talking about many taboo topics, right? Think about it. They're actually called the silent generation. Fast forward through the cooler but conformist baby boomers, they're the ones that started really talking about sex, right? And then there's the cynical Gen Xers, the protected millennials, and now the inspiration and validation-seeking Gen Zs. And it's these younger millennials and Gen Zs who are calling out people or even canceling them when they violate norms around taboos. For previous generations, talking about 
for example, racism or sexism, it may have been taboo. We didn't talk about race, we didn't talk about sex, and never mind racism or sexism. And now being racist or sexist is taboo. And if you violate these norms, you stand a chance of being cancelled. Wow. The younger generations are now encouraging us to talk openly about other critical, previously taboo topics beyond racism and sexism, including things like mental health, money, menstruation, death and dying, and more. So what topics specifically are considered taboo? This is a great question. I did a little bit of research for us. I created an alphabetical list. Yes, it's alphabetical. I certainly wasn't about to try and prioritize a list of taboos. It's an alphabetical list of 20 taboo topics, according to several sources that I checked, including published lists of taboo topics in Canada, around the world, and then also specifically at work. So this list is by no means complete, but it's an interesting reference of 20 commonly taboo topics. Alphabetically, then, we start with A, which is, of course, abortion. There's also bodily functions and excrement. There's cannibalism. There's co-workers. And this could be anything from gossip to workplace harassment and everything in between. There's also death and dying, foreign policy, gossip, incest, job changing, marital issues, mental health, money, profanity, politics, religious beliefs, salaries, sex and sexuality, anyone's spouse, and suicide. Okay, that's the list of 20. Like I said, this is not a complete list, but it's a great place to start. And I'm going to include this list along with some of the resources for where I found these topics in the show notes if you're interested. This is a pretty diverse list. Everything from excrement to money to spouses. Wow. But the topics on this list all have a few things in common. All these topics are things that some people may have strong opinions about. Not surprisingly, remember in the definition, I highlighted that taboo topics are grounded in morals, religious beliefs, or norms. People definitely feel strongly about these things. And all of these topics are also things that we can get offended about, whether it's the topic in general or someone else's varied opinion. People get offended. When I look at this list of taboo topics, I also think about stand-up comedy. And you may not know this about me, but I am a huge fan of stand-up. I admire comedians very much. They are so clever. And I love to think about how they create their shticks, how they decide what to talk about. But here's the thing. Much of the low-hanging fruit for stand-up comedians comes from this list of taboo topics. How many times have you heard comedians talking about poop or marital issues or sex? And of course, they love to shock us with profanity. When I look at this list of taboo topics, I also think about clickbait. There's gossip, there's money, there's profanity. And again, these are the things that people want to read about. But whether they want to talk about them is an entirely different question. Of course, some people do, in social media, for example, but it can be very polarizing and therefore risky. Many of the things on this list of 20 taboo topics are also things that the younger generation seems to be encouraging us to talk about more. There are relationship-related topics, health-related topics, or work-related topics here, for example, where people are encouraging dialogue. 
And generally, it's healthy dialogue, I think. There's one clear exception to this, though, and that's the topic of politics. While many of these other topics are being encouraged, the topic of politics has seen a resurgence, you could say, in terms of its taboo status. Of course, that's due to the extreme divisiveness. I'm sure I don't need to tell you this, but there's this bipolar nature of our politics these days. You're either red, conservative, and Republican, or you're blue, progressive, liberal, and Democrat. And there's no in-between. And there's certainly no discussion, at least not in polite company. Am I right? Such a shame. Speaking of polite company, let me talk for a minute about profanity. Profanity was on that list of taboo topics, and I had the privilege of interviewing an amazing linguist who teaches a university course on rap lyrics, amongst other things, Professor Darren Flynn. And I'll leave a link to that episode in the show notes. I have to tell you, I was a bit nervous about this episode. And when I mentioned that I was planning this interview to a few respected friends and colleagues, I heard two distinct responses. It was either awesome, I can't wait to hear it and to learn all about profanity. Or it was, yikes, really? You're going to edit the swears out, right? So do you know what I did? I I thought about this long and hard. I released two versions of that episode. One unedited with all the swears and one edited, the PG version. Lots of bleeps. And lots of thanks, by the way, to my sound production engineer, also my brother, Brian Campbell, for that one. God bless him. That was a crazy episode to edit. Anyway, I learned so much in that interview with Professor Darren Flynn. For example, Darren shared that there are personality differences between people who swear and those who don't. Research shows that sweariness, yes, that's a word, sweariness, is correlated with extroversion, with riskiness, with dominance, with being disagreeable, and with nonconformity. So, if you swear more, you're more likely to be an extrovert, risk-seeking, dominant, disagreeable, and a nonconformist. I'm thinking those traits are also consistent with people who may generally question or violate other taboos as well. But my favorite point from this whole podcast interview was Darren's point that these days, the most profane, the most offensive words in the English language are the ones that are derogatory to minorities. In fact, those are the profanities that Darren himself refuses to say under any circumstances. If you listen to the unedited version of that Talk About Talk Profanity podcast episode, you'll hear us swearing like truck drivers, as they say. But Darren refuses to ever say the N-word. And he points out that we should feel optimistic that we live in a society where the worst possible thing you can say, the most profane, taboo expression is derogatory towards minorities. I love that. And here we are, by the way, I just have to point this out. We're actually talking about two taboo topics simultaneously, profanity and racism. It's a double whammy. Okay, so we've already covered a lot here. We've defined taboo and we've covered how taboo topics vary across contexts, across groups and over time. We've also listed and covered various taboo topics. What about advice on what to do when taboo topics come up in conversation? Say you're at work and someone says something about a taboo topic in a meeting or maybe before the meeting gets started, or you're at a dinner party and someone starts talking taboo. 
You know that awkward silence when everyone stops dead in their tracks? Or maybe everyone in the room stops and pauses, except for that one person who's rambling on about gossip or sex or someone's spouse, whatever the taboo topic is. Whatever the context and whatever the topic, you've noticed people's response and you realize a taboo topic has been broached. What should you say or do? Well, I have four suggestions for you. Are you ready? One is smile and nod. Two is call it out. Three is listen and learn. And four is change the subject. Okay, so the first one, smile and nod. It's basically exactly what it sounds like. Just shut your mouth, smile and nod and let the person continue. The second one is call it out. This is what my teenage son does so well. He exclaims, awkward. So you could do that too. Or you could ask, is everyone okay talking about this? That's calling it out. You could talk about the fact that this is a taboo topic, people, as opposed to talking about the topic itself. And that's a great way to diffuse things. Call it out. The third suggestion is to listen and learn. If the conversation's going full tilt and no one seems to want to change the subject, then play a game with yourself. Just listen. Challenge yourself to fully understand others' perspectives. Keep it objective, ask questions, and learn. And the fourth suggestion is change the subject. You may choose to be the catalyst who changes the trajectory of the conversation. For example, you could talk about this podcast. You could say something like, Hey, that reminds me, I just listened to this great episode on taboo topics. The podcast is called Talk About Talk, and they talked about what to do when taboo topics like this are broached in conversation. That's called changing the subject. So related to these four techniques, I have to tell you a quick story. On November 9th, 2016, my family was on a short vacation. And yes, the date is relevant. I bet you two can think of where you were on that date. Anyway... We were on vacation and our hotel hosted a party in their ballroom with big screens playing the results of the U.S. election. Yes, that was the date. One of my kids dressed up as Donald J. Trump, his Halloween costume from the week before. And people thought this was hilarious. He was even interviewed on TV by a local newscaster. A woman that I met at the party started engaging with me in small talk, asking me where we were from and all about my kids. She even asked for a photo with my son, and I said, innocently, sure. My son's been imitating Trump and all of his crazy shenanigans since Halloween. She stopped dead in her tracks. A look of horror and shock on her face. Wait, what? You guys aren't Trump fans? Oof. (laughs) I crossed the line. Yes? I was at a political party, but political affiliations are a taboo topic, remember? And guess what? I offended her. So do you know what I did? Let's review my options. The four techniques or suggestions include one, smile and nod, two, call it out, three, listen and learn, or four, change the subject. Can you guess what I did? I went straight for options one and four. I smiled, I nodded, and then I changed the subject. I vividly remember looking her in the eye and slowly nodding my head, and then I said, So, where did you say you were from again? In retrospect, I really wish I'd been a fly on the wall and I could see my own facial expression when I realized she was a Trump fan 
And she thought my son and I were as well. Oof. So I encourage you to memorize and then, depending on the context, strategically choose which response of these four is ideal when someone around you brings up a taboo topic. And of course, don't just think about yourself. Think about others in the room too. Then decide whether you should, one, smile and nod, two, call it out, three, listen and learn, or four, change the subject. And that's it. That's it for our talk about taboo topics. We actually covered a lot here in a short amount of time. We covered the definition of taboo. Remember, the term taboo is derived from unacceptable, prohibited, disallowed, or forbidden. And taboos are words or behaviors that are sacred or prohibited based on morals, religion, or norms. We also covered how what is considered taboo varies significantly by context. Context is key. What's considered taboo and why depends on the time in history, the generation, the people, and the situational context. So, for example, there's time-based context. Consider the list I shared of things that used to be taboo that are no longer. Then there's the people and generational-based context. Consider what's sacred to talk to your kids about versus what's sacred in conversation with our parents. Hmm. There's also situational-based context. Consider what's sacred to talk about at work versus what's sacred in conversations at the dinner table. And there's also what we might feel comfortable reading about or listening about as you're doing right now, which might be different than what we're comfortable talking about. Isn't that interesting? So clearly, context is key. Context is critical when it comes to talking about taboo topics. I also shared a list of 20 topics that are considered taboo, and I noted how these are frequently referenced in stand-up comedy, perhaps for shock value, and how these 20 topics are frequently used as clickbait. It is fascinating to me that people generally seem to want to read about taboo topics, but not to talk about them. And last, perhaps most importantly for our context with Talk About Talk and our communication skills, I shared the four responses, call them suggestions, call them techniques, that we can all consider when taboo topics are raised. Considering the impact not just on ourselves, but on everyone in the room, we can choose to one, smile and nod, two, call it out, three, listen and take it as a learning opportunity, or four, change the subject. All right, that's it. Again, you can find a printable version of this episode, including a summary, links to references, and other episodes where I talk about specific taboo topics, and the transcript, all in the show notes. Just go to talkabouttalk.com, click on podcast and show notes. And while you're there, I really hope you'll sign up for the Talk About Talk newsletter if you're not already. This is your chance to get free communication skills coaching from me every week in a simple to digest email. I promise. No spam and no more than one per week. Just go to talkabouttalk.com to sign up or email me directly and I'll add you to the list. You can email me anytime at andrea at talkabouttalk.com. I love hearing from you. And let me know if you want to talk more about taboo topics. Thanks for listening and talk soon. Talk soon.